0: How about now? Hey, I can hear you now. Don't ask me what I did because I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hit buttons. That's the best tech support. Yeah.
0: Hey, as long as it works.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's awesome to connect with you.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, me too. Um, it's been way too long. I hear time flies. It's crazy.
1: It does. It just goes way too fast. It's a blink of an eye.
0: I know whoever thought I'd be teaching for 40 years and now I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Some of my kids are like, your coach is still alive. <laughs> I'm like, yes, he's still alive. <laughs> he's a
0: couple of us.
1: <laughs> yeah. A couple of you guys are left. That's why I'm like, I got to get these guys on and, and talk about the inspiration that you guys had on my life. And I think it was fantastic to reconnect with you.
0: Yeah. Same here. I talked to coach Machado every once in a while.
1: Do you? Yeah. I keep trying to ping him on, on Facebook. He hasn't reached. I'm like, Oh, he's probably not on. I figure maybe I'll try to get his number from you. I'm like, I saw him on that little, uh, tribute that Scott Capizzo did for Vito. And I saw him on there. I'm like, Oh, I'd love to re- have him on the show as well. Oh, yeah.
0: He's still, Oh yeah. I would love it. He's still the same.
1: Yeah. I'm like, Oh, he's yeah. still the same. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you guys inspired me so much. So well, retired. That's awesome. What are you doing now?
0: Well, it took about two weeks before I started pulling my hair out. And I'm like, I can't can't be doing this. So the athletic director that was at the school that I retired from got a job up in Wilbraham, Mass called Minichog High School. So he asked me to cover some games. So in the fall, I covered a lot of the athletic events. I'm doing it again in the winter. So I sub sub up there a couple of days when I want just to get to know the kids because I missed that part of it. Yeah, I bet. And then I'm also working for a friend of my son's family owns a couple funeral homes. So I've been working there, working at doing things along that lines, which is kind of like some things are good and some things are like, (laughs) they've been busy. It's been crazy how busy they've been. Wow. Yeah. It's like, that's not a good thing, but. Yeah. uh, So that's keeping me, I'm not coaching right now. Maybe I haven't, I didn't coach this year or last. Uh, I only had been coaching football. Um, still not out of my system yet after watching a couple of games, but I'm not sure about getting back into that grind of that seven day a week grind right now.
1: Yeah, I bet that that's hard. I mean, I don't think that ever really loses leaves your system because my stepson <laughs> is playing and my son um, was in the marching band. So and like those were some of the first high school games I kind of went back to. Okay. Gosh, man, it's a killer sitting in those stands. And my wife's always like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, (laughs) there's a lot wrong with me. But man, man, it seems like yesterday. um,
0: I don't know if it ever leaves. So. No, it doesn't. That feeling in your stomach once you go to a game and all of a sudden it's, you know, I missed the pregame. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: God, I miss those old days. We had so much fun. (laughs) Now, don't but, you do not hit
0: anymore. You get like an hour a week of hitting, if then. It's like oh just, my God.
1: I know crazy. there's so much changed that yeah. it's just crazy. I'm like I can't. I don't keep up with these new rules, and it's just such a even just out here. It's just so different than Nantucket. I mean, there's two high schools in my town here. It's wow. crazy. Wow, and um, a huge high. Both of the big high schools, both really big, and there's charter high. I mean, there's some stuff that you know charter schools that high schools that are I think there's two or three of them. That will feed to one of them for sports, but it's just crazy. It's just so different than Nantucket, and it's just so giant. It's so different. <laughs> it's the real world, Johnny. You're yeah, the real it's world. World. exactly. <laughs> it's no longer a little rock. And you know, gosh, sometimes I think they need that here. I'm like, that's one thing. I'm like, gosh, they just need that motivation. Sometimes I think they're trying to be too high level. I'm like, these are high school kids. They just need that passion. And that was one thing I think that was missing this year. They kind of had to change a head coach. And I'm like, there was one assistant coach that I think is really passionate. And I think, you know, it's just different. You know, I'm like, they, they're they just kids. Teach them that right.
0: passion. So it's tough to get it out of them. They're not, it's not the same kids. It's not the same kid anymore. There's a, there's a few, but they're firing in between that have that passion, that really want to get after it it's uh some of them i question why they play the game because i mean if you're just out there to wear the game shirt on a friday you're out here for all the wrong reasons because it's it's not as fun as that friday night when you're in the bleach and you're seeing all the pageantry it's a little yeah you're between the lines and so that's changed that type of kid there's not many of those kids anymore so it's been a that's a huge change
1: yeah definitely and it seems like I don't know what what's going on really in the East Coast, but, you know, out here it just seems like it's almost year round for a particular yep. sport that the kids aren't playing other things, which I'm like, gosh, they're so young and know they're specializing so much. I'm not sure, you know, what a great thing that is.
0: Yeah, they have the seven-on-sevens go on in the summer and then the seven-on-seven seven in the winter. And it's like, you know what, if a kid wants to play another sport, it's a good thing that they should because you're going to burn them out. Yeah, and, that's uh, what I've seen. Yeah, you oh, got to get a break. Yeah. Kids need a break from playing that one sport. You know, I let my son try as many sports. And then when it came time for him to make a decision, what he, he wanted to do, I supported it. And he played fo- he played football as a freshman. He was a good football player. He was a quarterback. But after that, he said, Dad, I, lo- I love the game. I don't like practices. That's not fair to my team. And then I said, well, it's your decision to make. I'm not going to force you to play that sport because if you get hurt, you're going to put it on me. So You have to play it because you love it. I'm not gonna force you to play something because I coached it or you know, so it was what it was. It was enjoyable to watch him to do the things he could do, but he made a decision for himself. And yeah, you know. They've gotta decide. (laughs) That's (laughs) I talked to Freddie and D once in a while. Those guys, Freddie knows every play of coach why did you call this a third down and i'm there you guys you, and then matt Aloisi will chirp in and then they pick on him and then uh, i get d and i'll always throw d that freddie said you weren't as tough as him and i'll get those guys fired up but freddie must watch his son's pretty good he's a jv quarterback and Freddie yeah. sent me a couple of videos he uh he used to come to a couple of games here because i think his wife was from simsbury connecticut okay. and we used to play him but uh Oh yeah, those guys, Freddie, I think they know every Freddie knows every play of every game, every down, and I'm there. Freddie, you gotta find something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was just
1: uh texting with Mark Manchester and going, does anybody have the videos on digital? Does anybody get them in the cloud? I'm like, I don't even have VHS anymore. I couldn't even watch them.
0: I, I would, know that'd be awesome. If somebody could, if somebody had those, the pub, he's still in Vito's office, unless somebody threw them out, then you could yeah. get digital. That'd be great. I know that's, I'm like, I might have that stuff.
1: Yeah. I know somebody needs to share it. Um, in around the, any of the years, I think it would be great, but especially all us old timers Yeah, It'd be awesome. Like <laughs> he wanted to show my stepson. I'm like, ah, oh, see, come on. You're like, Here's a has been, but you know, it's, um, <laughs> I've got some, but I just got to send them to one of those places to see if I can get them, you know, put to digital. And I don't know That'd if be the games, but I was thinking of doing it. Mark said, you know, check Chris Ryder, see if he's got them. But <laughs> that would be great to get them on the cloud and share them with them. I mean, I, one thing leading up to this, I remember, I remember the game and Chan, you know, they were still filming us and we were in our huddle up after and you guys were all talking. And it was real quiet. And it was the one that you announced that you were going to be a dad.
0: Oh, and yeah. I that remember went
1: that. Freaking bonkers. I'm like, wonder if he has that one. Like, what a moment. Like, everybody was going crazy. <laughs> oh,
0: I remember that. That was
1: awesome. Yeah. That was, I'm like, that's on one of the why well, I don't know what game that was. But <laughs> I remember that.
0: I'm like, gosh.
1: I wonder if Coach has that. It was fantastic memories back then. The um,
0: three of us would be arrested now if we coached that same way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You I mean, can't, I, I mean, it's hard. To, I'm old school still. When I was coaching, I think the kids appreciated the discipline of when I became the head coach and what it took to change the programs that I got into. And they appreciate it more after the fact where, yeah. you know, during why they're going through it. They're like, what's this guy? Man? He's on me all the time. Why is he? You know, you have to be there at 203. And what happens? Why am I? There's consequences when I show up at 204. But now that they've been out of school for a while, that's what you hear from a lot of the kids I coach. It's not about whether we won or lost. It was about, coach, thank you for being demanding on me. Thank you for the expectations you put on us because that's what carries me now. So that's what I appreciate the most.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I love hearing as a coach. and You know, kids coming back and what you can instill in them. And it is hard. I mean, I tell our kids, you know, gosh, old school. I'm like, my football coach used to hit me with a two by four <laughs> clip forward. Like, I'm like, actually, my head coach, Fito Capizo, he had a great knee strike. You guys are in crowd. My God, I'm like, he, if you if you ducked his clipboard, he needs you in the groin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he picked up that new move once he knew yeah. kids
0: were starting to dodge oh. the clipboard.
1: Yeah, you, you dodge that clipboard. so You like pick one. I just let it start. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna duck underneath this clipboard. All right, <laughs> I'd rather get hit with the clipboard than that knee oh. strike.
0: He was, oh gosh, oh I. Miss if it. I ever did the pit now, I'd definitely be taken out of there in cuffs. Oh if gosh, they don't want. Oh yeah, the pit. It's like, wait a minute here.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Gosh. Yeah, you guys used to have Coach Moore come at us. I'm like, we used to have – I'm like, we had an assistant coach that used to get in, like, the pit with us. And, like, I remember, I'm like, I was telling my stepson, I'm like, Coach Thomas, he, like, he was super demanding. And sometimes I don't know what I did, but he's like, Johnny, you're in there with Coach Greg. And I'm like, what? (laughs) If you don't beat him, you're out. Like, we're start the second string. I'm like, what? And I'm that's like, like I Fred, go that's after that like this huge guy, he
0: was a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like going against the bear, putting him in. Yes. It. Oh my gosh. But it was, like, but it was trying problem. to push you. you. Anybody in high school. Yeah.
1: It pushed you. That was the best, you know, the best part. And, you know, sometimes things are too easy these days. I think, you know, with, with everybody, it's actually, i read a great book, the comfort crisis. And it's just, everything's too soft and people are depressed and they're not doing anything that really challenges them. And, you know, that's always the fine line with me getting in kids or you're like, gosh, they're not in sports for the most part, because we're, we don't have that many athletes anymore. We're finding the kids that, you know, decided football wasn't for me freshman year, you know, in fifth grade Mm. or the kids that haven't found their fit. And so, you know, I don't want to push them away too soon. It's finding that fine line of, how can I push these kids and motivate them and keep them in the program so they're getting the benefit of what we're trying to teach them?
0: I mean, I'm t- it, the thing is, the problem is, is a lack of discipline, especially in the schools. I mean, we, I know it starts at home, but it's that lack of discipline. Now, if you use, if I use a word in an interview, I feel they'd probably stop the interview and say it's time coach Thomas. Uh, this really isn't for you. And, you know, they call, that's what they call old school. It's because that discipline and, Yeah. The demands, and but that's what's missing because now you're asking kids to speak discipline and undisciplined society, and it's a problem. Look what's going on in society right now.
1: Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to be accountable and it's crazy, crazy stuff out there. can't believe it. I I take it back to the old school days any day. (laughs) Oh, I hear you. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean the amount just what I have to do. I go, man, I wish I could go back to Nantucket and free website, and I could put a flyer on the bulletin board at the pub, and that's all I needed to do. I mean, I just spent the entire morning working, like doing web stuff. There's just so much involved now with all this social media, and gosh, they're a big part of the problem. But it's a kind of become a necessary evil of how to navigate it, you know. And even with the kids, of like, God, you guys got to navigate this world and. Balance it so
0: it doesn't affect you terribly. And with the football stuff now, everything's on huddle. So every you get every game of every team. Guys don't even go scouting anymore. They just everything's on the. I always, even when I was the head coach with huddle, I went scouting because it's not, it's not the same, not to see. But now there's, you can get every game of every th- team that teams play, and then the spread offense does games go forever, hundred and fifty plays plus. It's like. And the guys I coach with, I had coached them, and they're all about the spread offense too. And I, I mean, I like it, but I'm not a huge fan. I still want to be able to run the football, and because I, I wanted to, you know, it's about tough toughness because that's a sport that toughness is a big thing. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of that spread offense takes away from the kids being tough. And I'm there, even if we just run the football to start out in camp or something. Say, listen, this is going to be a This is going to be a play we're going to hang our hat on. And a team comes in here, they're going to have to stop that. And if they can't, it's a long day. So I always started with, in our offense, it was the belly. It was kind of like ISO in the eye with coaches or the pro. And uh, we're going to run this play until we run it right. And from that point on, we'll move on. But if team comes in, they're going to have to stop this play for them to be successful against us. Yeah. But this thing now is like Madden offense. These guys pull out stuff. It's like, it's like, it's literally like mad. And they tell me not one play feeds off the other. You know how we'd run cross, cross buck and all. They said, oh, that's, this is not a book offense. It's not a series. And I'm like, okay. So if they take everyone's overplaying this, you can't run something backside. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm talking about.
1: I know sometimes keep it simple. Like I see this, some of these kids and I'm like, God, they're so young. Like teach them just the core of the sport, trying to play it like a pro level. And I'm like, teach him the sport. Teach him blocking
0: the, and tackling. Yeah, teach him to block and tackle. You're gonna yeah. be fine if you can block if you can block and tackle.
1: Yeah, the fundamentals of of everything. That's you know, that's that old school. Like getting reps. I'm like, gosh, remember, you know, we used to run it until it was pitch dark, and then we oh, got yeah. to like keep running the play, run it again, run it again, and that was awesome. And I think you know that's something. I take to my students that, you know, if you want to get to black belt, you're going to have to do this thousands and thousands of yeah. times. So don't think you're awesome at it. It's got to just be a just so many reps.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, that's true. So that's, what's missing these days is not, we put where I was last, those guys put the whole offense in in a couple of days and I'm there, Whoa, what if it's the big rush here? Why can't we put the first thing you want to do? But the fundamentals is what that's a lot of things now that, that they don't, You know, they either they think it's there, but it's not because the fundamentals of the kids, especially tackling. And I'm not this. I'm not a fan of the Hawk tackling that everybody's been teaching ever since Seattle had that nasty defense. And now everybody, it's like that. It's like rugby. Your head's on the same side instead of across. But I'm not a big fan of it. We had more injuries with Hawk tackling than we did with teaching the old school tackling.
1: Yeah, it's sometimes the old way is the best way. and. New things are great, but <laughs> yeah, sometimes people just want to change just to change it.
0: Like, <laughs> Give me those Seattle players on defense and maybe yeah. we'd like to uh, yeah, get that same sports, group, right? Give yeah. me those guys on defense and maybe we can do let Looks like the guy that coaches our offense now. We're going to run what Alabama runs. I go, wait a minute. Do we, give me, we don't have those Alabama receivers. I, I mean, yeah. it's nice to play. looks good on paper, but. We should run this on defense. This team has run it. and They've been successful. I go, we don't have that defensive end. Yeah. I think the scheme is like, yeah, every, it's a great scheme, but do you have the kids that fit that personnel, you know, that yeah. fit that type of scheme? And do we have that kid? They get away. They don't, they see things on TV. and It's like, well, we got to run that play. That play is great. Okay. Well, what defense was the other team in? And we don't have that kid.
1: yeah that makes a big difference yeah it's like mma i'm like yeah that guy can do it he's a professional fighter like that style (laughs) might not fit you you can't
0: do that you must see what you're doing too huh it's got to be the the discipline and the continuum fundamentals and doing something over and over and over and i'm assuming yeah i would assume toughness is a big thing too but discipline has to be huge
1: yeah the discipline of like getting in and just you know i tell People um, like we got a saying around here, you know, suck less like you're we're all getting rusty when we're not doing anything like do something to better yourself as a human being. But you got to get in and train. And I think that's a big, big thing for some people. They just make excuses. And I'm like, like, oh, you're really good. And I tell people, I'm like, you don't even want to know how many hours I have hitting a heavy bag. I'm like, it's ridiculous. I could have gone to med school and more. (laughs) The hours I put on, stri- just striking a bag. I'm like, you've got to put in the time, and it's not so easy as I-, I got it, you know. And that's you know, we put people through drills and you know, similar things as football. Like you got to test your skill. We'll test them and you're like, okay, now it didn't work. Got mm-hmm. to you got to do it more. You can't just oh, I've got this down. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's you, the mentality gotta it though. It. Yeah, you got to do it without thinking. It's like being on the field. You can't be. You just got to execute the play. You can't be. Mm-hmm trying to think about it right then you just got to execute and you got to do it over and over again and that's just like self-defense something like, you just got to do these things over and over again and under a little bit of stress and that's where like the pressure of like hey you're getting hit you're getting whacked around and you know that's even for me like teaching kids sometimes uh like little stress drills like sometimes the little little ones i'll tickle them and they get stressed out <laughs> like, i'm gonna tickle you and all the boys are always like i'm like okay we can do it two ways I can tickle you. But if you guys are tough, I can slap you. I'll just slap you in the face. Just like, just like I'm in first grade. And all the boys like, yeah, yeah, I'm tough. And then they get up to the drill and they're like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. But, we, you know, <laughs> it in to it. but it's funny how just tickling them panics them under that stress of like um, getting attacked. And I'm like, Hey, you, you can't panic. You're just panicking. It's the same thing, but it's a nicer way to learn. And we, you know, bring them up as we go and try to add a little bit more, a little bit more to that. You know, you've got to get hit. even for the adults, I'm like, you got to start sparring like a year or two in you've got to, you're not really doing Krav Maga unless somebody actually punched you in the face. And how are you going to deal with that? Cause everybody's got a plan like some of those that blue Hills running back. Gosh, that kid was so big and he just couldn't take the punishment. He looked really big. We were scared of him. Yeah. He looked the pot. Absolutely. And, but you know, you couldn't get hit and that's a big part of contact sports is you got to get hit
0: and you got to be able to take the hit and get back up. You know, I tell people, I said, teams in Nantucket weren't the biggest physical size, but let me tell you, they were going to hit you. Yeah. Those kids were going to hit you. And and if you could take that punishment for four quarters, then you had a chance, but Nantucket kids weren't going to back down anybody. I said, that's the one thing that, you know, that was that I separated us from a lot of those programs is a lot of kids looked apart, but are you going to be able to take that punishment for four quarters that we were going to bring? Yeah,
1: it was a, it was definitely a brotherhood that everybody just stuck together. And, you know, we're, we had that such a connection with that small Island, but yeah, we,
0: we love to hit people. And if you hit one of our guys, we're coming after you. <laughs> it's Friday night lights. I thought you wanted something similar to Nantucket. I go It's not as overboard, but Friday night lights is kind of like, What football was like in Nantucket, 100. When I went there, started out, 90 out of 100 boys played football. And, you know, as you know, wearing that Nantucket shirt around town, you had a lot of leeway that other kids didn't have. So it was was – (laughs) Yeah, we definitely Uh, did. Vaughn and I used to watch this thing over the summer, watching guys grab a slice and try to start a little – Fight with all the off-islanders we used to sit and watch and say okay wait till practice starts and the first time somebody complains or acts off and we're going to bring up oh you're not messing around with the off-island boys down yeah. there grabbing a pizza like, we used to sit way in the corner and watch oh yeah, yeah used to watch all that action just to have fuel for the fire
1: yeah oh yeah <laughs> I remember you and coach Machado giving you why are you down there giving people a hard time it was actually <laughs> you know just kind of funny how like all three of you you know, used to say look different things to me that motivated me, or just you know, Coach uh, Capizzo would always like, "Shut up, you philosopher!" Just because I knew <laughs> how to play, it was like, "Shut up, Johnny! You're not a boom! You're not a quarterback!" And you I'm like, "Jackass!" Yeah, <laughs> that would be, you, jackass. It hit me, and oh. oh god, I remember that that um, it was uh, was it Southeastern that big that I think it was my sophomore year. We got in that big brawl when they took down Billy Flaherty on that last yard. Yeah. yeah. And I had – I was out, and I had, like, kind of undone my shoulder pads a little bit, taken off my helmet, and we got in that huge – I just remember being out there. And, I, I mean, nothing really. I think the whole, like, the parents and everything, but there was that kind of second there. And I remember um, the next week Coach Machado was saying – you know, Johnny Hallett was out there. I don't see some of you other guys out there. But we didn't want to get suspended. I think that was the bit. We didn't want to get suspended for the next game. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, Coach Machado going, I'll take Johnny Hallett on my back. You know, I'll he, he's got my back. That's a guy I want to be with. And it's just kind of funny how, you know, after doing the carpentry thing and finding coaching and running a Krav Maga in a fitness school full time, like how I, you know, came that way. And You know, the things that you guys said and not even thinking of it as a young kid of where your life's going to lead. It's kind of interesting how much, you know, kind of little
0: insight you guys all had Mm on all all of us. The three of us were insane. I don't know how we didn't have like a calm guy on this. Usually you have a staff where you got a couple of loose nuts. It was three of us were all kind of loose nuts in different ways. Yeah. That was the crazy part.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And we um... got in a
0: lot of battles amongst ourselves in that coach's office. I mean,
1: yes. yeah, we didn't. we'd hear about him, or you guys, we all you could tell, you know, you guys weren't talking to each other on the field. <laughs> Coach call me a jackass many a times. Yeah, a yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know, my goodness. Priceless. Yeah, absolutely. God, those times, and yeah, you three were unbelievable. I think you got the brought the best out of everybody. That yeah, was an awesome time, and I, I tell, and I was telling. Uh, Some of my adult members, I think it was um, probably the teenagers. They're they're just so much fun. But your Brockton story, whenever you got mad at us, at least once a year, you would give us the Brockton story of me not playing. And I'd love to hear that again for you because I think, you know, you tell it best. You got to refresh my memory. Which one is it? Which one? Um, the one that you didn't get to play. Right? That you just walk on, you Nantucket kids just
0: walk on. Oh yeah, they you don't know, have an jersey something kids try out. You guys yeah. get handed a hand uniform. Oh yeah. yeah. No, nah, yep. Yeah. You don't know how lucky you are that you can that you get a uniform because you want to play and now you know, but the thing about, I think the big thing about Nantucket that's separated from the programs that I took over around here was that when guys put that shirt on, they knew they represented a lot of kids that went before them with blood, sweat, and tears, plus the town because the community lived by football. I remember it was on radio, then they did the cable on Monday night. Football yeah. was like, that community was built on football. And I think there was a standard there that everybody had to try to uphold because... If you're the one that lets down, you know, that standard, it's kind of like you looked upon, wow, that you didn't uh, accomplish. You don't know what it's. I remember being in the supermarket. We had that really good team with Brian Ryder. We yep. only gave up like two touchdowns all year. Well, we were up big in the vineyard and vineyard scored late in the game. And I'm in the supermarket with my parents. And somebody come up to me and said, Coach Thomas, I don't think you understand the importance of this game. How did you let them score a touchdown? That's unacceptable. You better figure this out. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. It was like 30-something or 12 yeah. or something. We whipped up on them. And I'm mean, there, oh, now I get an understanding of how important this is to people.
1: Yeah, it was. it was everything. I remember that was the first thing when I moved there in fifth grade. Do you play football? And I'm like, Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, know. if all these guys that's all that seems to be talking about is football. And
0: and then they cut you through heard. the field with the boys' club. Everybody had to cut through the yep. high school field, and they all want to. What do you want to be someday? I want to be a whaler. Yeah. That we, was ingrained. Yeah. And then we had
1: you, our PE coach yep. elementary school, saying, You're gonna be this, you're gonna be that. It was just such a part of Everything like moving there and just okay. It's football. It's football and
0: going. The- I know why coach put me in the elementary school. Now yeah, you are- after, at, when you're there. You don't understand why coach. Why am I down here? Why am <laughs> I not? And I then you figure out. Okay, there's a method to his madness. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely because that uh, transitional first grade. Where yeah. kids couldn't weren't ready, so we must have had that team with Iggy. Then it was like five yeah. guys that were in transit on I mean, there. That transitional transitional first grade is huge. Yeah, that's that extra year, and I was like people don't realize yeah. you get five or six kids that were in the transitional first grade. Yeah, not a little year old, yeah, no difference.
1: Yeah, Beto had a plan. That's for sure. Yeah. That art. Yeah, that was that class. Like how he predicted Super Bowl uh, teams way way in advance before.
0: We were even in high school. He was crazy. Yeah, they uh Brevon said it's a different breed of cat over there now. My yeah, bad. You don't even recognize a lot of the names. And it's like if you ever seen them on film, because when Ryder was the coach, I got their huddle. He let me on their huddle. And I'm there, whoa, where did these kids come from? Those aren't Nantucket kids. Very diverse.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very
0: diverse.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's changed whoa. a lot. <laughs> I haven't, it's been, we're going on 17 years here coming up that I haven't, uh, been back and it just talk about time flies. I'm like, gosh, I'd really like to go back for a game, but I listened to, to Mark on the radio and I'm like, there was a couple here and there kids and I'm like, and the rest, I'm like, it's,
0: I'm sure grown just like everywhere else. And the yeah, it's a, uh, it's a big change over there. And then, uh, it's one of their juniors just got killed on a motorcycle last week. Oh, yeah. I, saw I guess that. on Milestone Road, he was passing and a truck was coming the other way and never seen him. Vaughn yeah. said that was a rough one.
1: Yeah, I bet.
0: He goes, he was on those little one of those little bikes that fly, whatever type of motorcycle type it was. And I guess he was flying. And he said that was uh, that hit hard. You know, yeah, So but Sarah Dellas is a new coach. Is he? Timmy Sarah Dulles. That's, he's the new head coach. And then I talked to Johnny Aloisi a lot because he's at Shrewsbury High School in Mass. He's the head coach there. Yeah. He came back to Nantucket for a couple of years. Then he went, moved back off. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I remember when it was, I caught that
1: somewhere that he was coaching. So, I mean, good. I mean, that's another, I mean, how many, do you know of rough, like how many coaches that people that have
0: gone gone through your programs and become coaches yeah, I have a bunch even here. I have a few here. The guys at Enfield now, he was my quarterback. He ate a lot of clipboards, too. He says, Coach, <laughs> he, was, this, he was the best. Thing. I took over a program that hadn't won a game in five years. So that was a huge. And we started out with like 20-something kids. Um, and his group ended up being a group that really changed the program or saved it, I should say, because they had the year before, they forfeited. That's how bad it was. Oh, wow. That beat up so bad. And uh, so he was the kid that pregame, and I'm pretty intense pregame, so I'm getting ready for pregame, and I'm there. Where the hell's James? And that's the quarterback. And he was—I made him a quarterback when he was a freshman. I coached freshmen my first year over here. He was a defensive end and a center, and I'd watch him throw a football. And then finally, when I took off, I said, "You're not a defense." But he was—he had a few screws loose as a quarterback. So pre—prior to the game, I'm getting ready for. And where the hell is James? I go in the locker room. He's in the mirror fixing his hair to put a helmet on. I said, dude, I hope you go bald someday. Guess what? He's balder than an eagle. Every <laughs> time you look in the mirror, you'll never forget Coach Thomas.
1: Yeah, you'll be mad every
0: time. Oh, I said, that's the best thing ever. I said, you know why? Coach is bald right here. Coach Thomas is he's the guy that was the protector on the punt. This is how crazy he was. So the ball gets punted. He had something happen to play before. him. one of my coaches said, get James out. I go, what's he going to do? He's the protector on the punt. He's okay. I'm telling you, you got to get him out. I said, he's fine. The ball's rolling and he couldn't run to save his life. Out of nowhere, the, the receiver from Rockville, who wasn't even going to catch it, just gets laid out. Who was it? James. <laughs> That's and awesome. Said, How do you even get down the field that fast? He was slow <laughs> than molasses. I said, so he's the head coach now. So he had a few... He was a little he wasn't wrapped too tight. Yeah. So that group was uh that group was exceptional. They were because they were in a program that just got the snot kicked out of them weekend and week out. We played against Freeney, Dwight Freeney, who played for the Colts. Okay. Played for Bloomfield. Their fullback was a kid Pinnock that played for San Diego, South Carolina. And you know, so we we our schedule was tough, but those group of kids that they kind of saved the program because of they were tough kids. And then I left there and went to South Windsor who hadn't won, had three years without a win. So those are the programs that I kind of wanted to say, you know what? It's a challenge to, yeah. that was a challenge for me to build a program from scratch and try to use some of the things that Vito had taught me by giving me that opportunity, but being prepared and all the time and effort that he, remember you guys go down during study hall and you better show up and watch film. He didn't yeah. want to hear you were doing homework. You better get out of his office and watch film.
1: Uh, we used to be there so late after oh. after practice, hanging out in there and just watching film, watching film. Yeah, was, and some Sanford and Son.
0: Oh, yeah, he had to mix that in, absolutely. <laughs> had to watch some Fred.
1: <laughs> yeah, gosh.
0: You had to have a little humor in there.
1: Yeah, goodness. He was funny. So um, we've got a quick word from our sponsors here. Thanks for listening. Hold tight. This episode has been brought to you by Rev Gear Sports. You can visit revgear.com online. All our listeners receive 10% off with the promo code at checkout, JHPodcast10. So and if you're in our area in Douglas County, just mention that you listen to the podcast with coach Thomas and what he called me is the code. So you're gonna to have to listen to that. If you're in house, we'll give you guys 15% off. If you are our member here locally and you want to use that uh, promo code for rev gear products, it'll be an extra 15% off versus online for all our listeners that are not here local. Want to appreciate that. All of our listeners can also get our gear at clearsky-online or kravmaga-online.com with the same promo code as Rev Gear, JH Podcast 10, and receive 10% off your shopping cart there. So, yeah, Coach was a blast with that. Oh, God, some of those lines. Yep come up with and the
0: pipe I don't <laughs> when it rained he turned it upside down yep. oh god i crawl crawling under the building to get his two by four yep oh, <laughs>
1: this stuff i mean even oh. just yeah telling my stepson i'm like you wouldn't but like the stuff we did we had a cemetery i'm like right. we had skull and crossbones come out and which spit in the cemetery graves of the week before everybody that we played before. And like
0: remember Bristol Plymouth came and knocked them all down before the game. Yeah. Cause that was the big matchup when I, yep. cause I benched Freddie. I didn't start Freddie. Cause he had, he was in detention. Michael Holmes started and tackled a kid from behind that yeah. saved the touchdown. And we won that game. Cause Iggy stole the ball in the bottom of the pile. And we won yeah. seven. Nothing.
1: Yeah. That was such they a thing. That was a crazy game. That was. I
0: remember that game like it was yesterday.
1: Yeah. Was... Yeah.
0: You, you know, and then we had to go against the monster. Great little O was in the, I think they were in the finals this year. Are they? But that was, that team was like, what are you doing in the division five? I don't Yeah. Like they were big, just... strong. Remember the tight end? Yeah. Woo-hoo. Those kids were big. Yeah. Big. That was, and they, uh. Like 3,000 kids in the school, here we are with 200. Yeah, that's a fair matchup, but we had a chance. We had, yeah, every
1: time, yeah, you know, it's been years since I've watched it, you know. But you're like, you think you think we're gonna win, yeah, like like, man, you watch that game and you're like, we're coming back, we're in this game, we were we hung tight, so that's
0: what it was on a third down play. I blitzed somebody and they hit the tight end over the middle. That's the one Freddie question says, Coach, what were you thinking about blitzing? Yeah, and poor Tizzy was the one that had to go match up a lot against that tight end. Yeah. Who <laughs> was about 6'4", 230, that kid. Yeah, he was big. Uh, he- I mean, that running back was tough, but we give him, we hit, that kid must have carried 40 times in that power eye they ran, but yeah, beat him up. I mean, he ran for some yards, but he also knew he was in a football game.
1: Yeah, I don't think he had been hit that hard. He yeah. Didn't. He came out of the game a couple times. Right. right.
0: Every time I see Great Alol, I get Fringham, gets my blood pressure going.
1: Yeah. God, that kid was fast on turf. That was the one thing. Yeah. That kid was fast on turf. When Chad Machete's like, man, that I can't catch him. You're like, crap. <laughs> I just <laughs> can't I just, catch him. The rest of us can't.
0: I just hooked up with Chad on Facebook. He sent the thing about his son, his youngest son's a wrestler. Oh yeah, I saw that. Picture. First match and the last I go, "Oh, he's crappy just like his old man." Chad yeah. was a scrappy little sucker. Yeah, he was.
1: Yeah, wrestling probably perfect for him.
0: Yeah, so I mean, he must be like his dad then. Hopefully he's yeah. not like his mother, but he's crappy like you. Yeah. How's your family doing? How's your parents and Joe and Jen? They're good, Joe's He's a cop up here and That's right.
1: So. <laughs> Yeah, he the one
0: that brought Joe up as a pup. You trained him, you had yeah. him as a well oiled machine. He was ready to tear anything he could apart. That was oh, all, yeah,
1: he, yeah. We, God, that I remember coaching his boys' club team. I'd like, oh, that was so much fun. And God, that kid, was, <laughs> oh. I, remember I got in so much trouble because I asked him, he got hit. I don't know if it was a helmet to the shin, but he broke his leg. And I remember him being down there. He's my best player. And I was like, I'm like, are you hurt? Are you injured? And he's like, I'm just hurt. Me. <laughs> I tried to get back up. And my mom gave me, like, get back up. I'm like, I didn't. I asked him if he was okay. He said he was okay. Uh, he said he was good. That kid God, tough and hanging out with all of a D
0: and – the whole gang like he hung up with us all the time and, and yeah crazy he was ready to hit somebody getting out of bed I think he wanted yeah it. I remember when we showed up to his boys club games the, the couple <laughs> of were good man he would just turn it up a notch because all of oh. us were watching him so yeah goodness yeah good I keep trying to tell D the next time he drives a truck and must move stuff from out of the island to wherever i said then someday you got to pick me up i'm ready to go on one of these road trips with you for crying out loud you're talking yeah. all over the place I yeah said, you let me know that i'm retired i'm ready the wife said good should get rid of me for a few days
1: yep <laughs> yeah i haven't talked to dean forever i haven't seen him on any social media or anything like that I have to get his info from you so, oh that was that was good do you remember what you said to me, it was like outside of Helen's class. You're probably probably at the time, right? You guys weren't married when I decided um that I just didn't think college was the right route for me. And I saw this path of you know doing construction like my dad.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you said to me? No, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm being honest. No, no, you're you know, an old yeah, guy yeah. now. Started, I'm sure. I go okay. I'm, I'm not going to deny anything.
1: <laughs> I remember you came up to me and you and her. I'm like, you know, and it was tough because it was so. You know, everybody. You know, either you went to college, or you're going to be sitting around Nantucket. And I really saw, like, I could take over this construction business, and I, I wanted to. I'm like, I just, you know, I don't know what it was of. I don't know if I'm going to be a football coach like Coach Thomas. I don't know. Like seeing that path down the line. And when, you know, I think I want to go in construction, I re- really makes me happy. It's something actually I miss now. I'm like, man, building houses was a whole lot easier than trying to motivate people and getting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the houses don't talk back.
1: Yeah, they don't talk back. They don't-
0: <laughs> That's like working funerals. Nobody talks back. Nobody yeah. gives me
1: any grief. Yeah, back. Nobody gives you any grief. Nobody gives you dirty looks. and. Oh. But I remember it's motivated me. You told me that, you know, kind of the ultimate, you know, hey, you're going to turn into a Nantucket loser, you know, probably sitting up on beer drinkers hill. Like, <laughs> and I just remember I'm like, you know, I am not going to disappoint coach. I'm like, I know I'm going in a different path than that's typical, but I am not going to let him down. And that, you know, even though you forgot it, I never did um it motivates me all No the that,
0: time. that I remember it now having that conversation with you Yeah it was right I outside his kid off island he can't be stuck over here
1: Yeah and uh, god that you know that motivated me and I can remember I remember the one time we had gone down to the Gillies family for I don't know if it was Thanksgiving or whatever it was we did that little road trip you and I and Helen and when I came back I called you George and oh, you yeah. killed me yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I remember that
1: think you remember that <laughs> i remember that <laughs> and i'm like oh that just slipped out everybody's been calling you george for a week and it slipped out you're gonna kill me
0: <laughs> i remember that yeah oh.
1: yeah some kid just called me uh what he call me hey bro Oh boy. <laughs> my little elementary kid oh, i'm boy. like i'm like first off i'm coach
0: john and that's even nice to <laughs> yeah. like um, the, hey, hey, mister. No, I'm not mister. I have a name, kid. So you use my name. It's not a mister. That's yeah. Not, oh, just hey, Thomas. No, that's not how it works. Yeah. I'm I like said, it's don't play it's that a, game. I said, coaching so so coach fun of it for the kids.
1: I'm like, yeah, oh, but yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah
0: bro.
1: Right. I'm like, <laughs> I am not your bro. I am your coach. <laughs> uh, You're not going to talk to me that way. Oh gosh, funny. So you doing any, uh, you're not doing any softball or anything like
0: that when you know, no, I'm doing, I'm just right now, I'm just covering some. And then Leisha, my daughter, her, her baby, I think it's 19 months now. So if I can spend it's that's become my priority now that if I can spend time with my granddaughter, that's important. Uh, during the last part of, this summer and in the uh my father had on t- dementia and he passed away in july so i spent a lot of time with him because i wanted to make sure that uh you know i'm going to spend as much time with him as i can especially why he still knew me so i my last couple of weeks of school last year before i retired i went out on fmla um so that became my priorities was my dad and now making sure that i promised him would take care of my mother and my granddaughter So, and my son just got married in October. um, And my little one, Katie's 23. So she's back, she's at home, but she has a nice job. She's a child life specialist. Um, So that's become what's important to me now after all the years of coaching with my own kids and how much stuff that I missed. Or the worst thing, picture this now, you know, Helen. Yeah. Yeah, You know, (laughs) Helen. So she told me today, you got to pick the kids up from daycare. Don't forget. I have a meeting. I have she had some appointment. You gotta pick them up. Make sure you're on time. Sure, don't worry about it. I'm down at practice and we're running plays, and I'm sure I'm grinding those poor kids. And all of a sudden I come, all of a sudden I see grass flying coming down this hill. Was it her? Did you forget something? I go, What are you talking about? The kids. What? And the kids, there's kids that I coach to this day still bring that up because they said they loved it seeing me getting ripped apart by Helen, just tearing <laughs> me apart because it was an hour plus. She must have got a call from the daycare or whatever, wondering where the hell I was, and I'm still on the practice field. Yeah, and that yeah. was the, that was one of her moments, and here's the other one. I just had her her operation, and she go, and I wasn't going to school, but I said I'm going to practice. Okay, as long as you sit in the lounge chair, I said, all right. That's a deal. I'll go and sit in the lounge chair, but I am going to be at practice. So practice gets going. I'm in the lounge chair. Things are getting a little. So I get up out of it. Who drives around the corner Why well, I'm out of the lounge chair? Out on the field. <laughs> you get in the car now in front of my old team. In front of the old team. And I'm there. You ever come to my practice again and embarrass me like that, I'm going to run a toss sweep to the sideline and make sure they take you out. Because if they don't, it, I'll make their life so miserable. So now the next day, I said, okay, I promise you, I get it. Because you're going to get in trouble. You won't teach, but you're going to practice. You can't be out of school, even though it was different schools. So the next day, any kid that was hurt, I put them at each corner. And then I had a kid in the tree. <laughs> so I just, if Helen came around, they gave me the single to know to sit in the chair. That's, that's how brave I was. <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, it was great. There was kids at four, kids in each corner, and one up in the tree. And they had a single to tell me when, Helen, would you see the car? You see that car coming. There, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I knew you'd enjoy those because you know her.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Gosh, she was tough. She was a great. It's yeah. one class I wish I paid more attention to because I go to Mexico all the time now. Wow. See that? And I'm like, man, I should have paid more attention in Helen's class. <laughs>
0: I'll have to make sure I tell her that. Yeah, I think her I've told her, her that. meeting day. And been- she'd, be home. she'd love yeah. to know that. She would oh, love yeah. to have been here, but today's their meeting day. And she's yeah. at the middle school now, eighth grade Spanish. That's what she teaches. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. an assistant principal for like, is it five or six years? So wow. imagine what she was like then at the school I was teaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, was, she did all the discipline. <laughs> and so. I said, "Good luck. You don't have to worry about Mr. Thomas. You don't want to have to wait till you have to cross yeah. paths with Mrs. Thomas." Yeah, look out!
1: You yeah, know, now
0: she's back doing eighth grade Spanish. That's she great. Seems to like it,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I really wish I paid more attention to her class. It's definitely no
0: nonsense.
1: Yeah, he still is. That's right. You know, I think kids need that. It's it's back to that discipline and. You know, people just need more of that in their
0: life. And it's, you know, God, sometimes they're just afraid of it. But yeah, they don't see it. Nobody sees that any. And that's, and and until that changes, this pat in the back stuff, or now everything's COVID's fault. No, it's not. The same knuckleheads I had before COVID were the same knuckleheads after COVID. And the good kids were still good kids. So don't blame it on COVID you know a couple of kids i i'm assuming that effect, i'm not saying it didn't but let's not that be the excuse for how many more years now to why these kids act the way they act
1: yeah i mean gosh my uh, stepson does a uh, a program called 60 with this ex um bronco matt McChesney. you'd love him he's really yeah um really you know they he teaches the kid discipline everything uh-huh. you know watching films and really educating about the games but he flies off the handles like i think really Oh, I think he just got fired from his uh, son's uh, like like 10-year-olds. Like he was the, a, an assistant coach like, with Ooh. these 10-year-olds. And he had, and I wish I he took it off his social media. He went off on the parents. Really? This thing like, don't tell me about football. These moms, I'm sick of these people. To have. I, I can't even do it. His rant was unbelievable. And I wish there were some great lines in it. And he took it off. I was going to. I was playing it for a couple classes of mine. I'm like, look at this guy. Oh, kids don't like some of the kids, they, you know, they don't know how to handle him cuz he gives them a hard time. I mean, he's got the nicknames. I mean, he's just like I'm like, oh, this is just like my coaches. I mean, he he pushes those kids and if they're not there, oh, if you don't show up for for your appointment with him, like he books the kids in and make you know text them and are you going to
0: be there? If they don't show up, man, they're in trouble, but wow. We need exactly. more of those guys. Are oh, the parents got to let those guys do their thing? That's the problem. It's okay. Yeah, some, son
1: daughter it. you
0: know, some people are
1: like, well, they're 10 year olds. I'm like, well, maybe, but it's still great. I mean, that's what some of these kids do need. Like, I mean, he's definitely a better uh, high school level coach than yeah. he with the younger kids that, you know, definitely you can yell at those guys, but some of those kids can't take it. I know like, like he was giving my stepson a hard time about, you know, cause he takes Instagram videos of the kids. So, cause he's more, he also, he, he really touts himself as a recruiter. Okay. I'm, I'm going to point you in the direction of guys I know out there. I don't want to ruin my reputation, but I'm going to point you to coaches on the college level that, you know, you're going to fit with. So he's, he films them and he puts them on Instagram. Wow. And, um, he, he, it's a, it's an involved program. It's,
0: it's pretty great. Um, he, I bet you he has a good reputation where he sends, if he puts his name on a kid.
1: Those yeah guys are
0: gonna let's say like, he's like don't disappoint me but i remember uh, like
1: i think he dropped a couple passes he's a receiver and a d-back and he, you know is that what you're doing you good with that video yeah you know and i think wow. that like, you want to do it again you know and i think he went through the line of kids and he's like you're gonna do it again white and he's like, yeah like give it to me again like he's definitely got that drive that you don't see in a lot of kids that you know they're just they go after it and it, it's funny that way to watch these kids that have that old school like uh, I don't mind I'll I'll push myself. I'll it's even my daughter rides horses, which is totally outside my realm. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing there. <laughs> she gets tossed off and you know gets back on and bounces like, right back up, huh? Okay, you're still right. my like, gosh, you know, you want to get back on that horse and that's you know, that's a whole nother animal, so to speak. Cause oh I guess so. They that's have a,
0: the hardest part now for me, and when I used to talk to a college coach, because I thought certain kids had, you know what? These kids have what it takes. They work hard. If they have to sit for a year, they'll be fine. They're going to, you know, they're, they're just that type of kid. But these days, I don't know. That kid that I used to think was like that, then they go to college, and the next minute, one season, or they they couldn't accept the fact they were sitting, and, and, and then they finish, and I'm there like, you know, when I call a coach, Now, when I when I call a coach, they're going to look at me and go, "Wait a minute here, this is you know you're already sold me on this kid." And what's up with Coach Thomas? Must not be the honest guy, and he's sending me these kids, and that's what these kids don't understand. But look at the transfer portal now; you don't start, and all of a sudden you're going somewhere else. You're going somewhere else. It's like insane.
1: Blows me away. I keep telling my wife, you know, that like this is crazy. If they're not starting, and they recruit to another team. Like the amount in just our, like in Douglas County, Colorado, there's so many high schools around us. And you get, you know, you got to play over here, transfer over here. It's crazy. I mean, it's like
0: <laughs> You got Coach Dr things. now. What's that? At Colorado, you got Coach Prime. He, he told the whole team, go look somewhere else. Do you hear that? Yeah. The yeah. first meeting, he says, you're all free to go transfer. And every one of you should, because one, my son's going to be the starting quarterback here. He told <laughs> the whole team he'll have transfers up. You watch how many kids transfer in. They yep. they don't even know where they're getting the money to pay his contract. That's, at Colorado, I can't believe he went there. But I know you can transfer if you were smart. You transfer if <laughs> <laughs> you're smart. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah,
1: some of these kids they just. They think they should play or the parents think they're. I mean, gosh, I wouldn't
0: want to be a high school coach with these parents. Yeah. The parents the ones, my kids D one, my kids I said, you know what? How about if he goes to a school where he gets a good education and has a chance to play? Isn't that what's important? Because yeah. D one isn't what you think. I said, if you think that he's a D one, then you gotta you better go take a look in the mirror because no disrespect, but he's not a D one or D two player. How about go to a nice school where he has a chance to play? And don't get caught up in this. My kids are D1 because somebody fed you all this baloney because you were paying them one hundred dollars an hour.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I say it. I mean, hey, it's America. I'm in business. I'm trying to teach kids my Maga and getting them in the door. And it's a living. But sports have become such like high school sports have become such a business now that. You know, you're going to be on the traveling team. you got to do this and you've got to do yeah. this camp. If you don't do the camp with us, then you're probably not starting because you didn't do this camp. And you're like, and, you know, they got these parents thinking that they're going to be D1 and everything else. And you're like, goodness, they're just high school kids. Who knows, right. what to, you know, what, what they're going to do when life gets a little
0: tough and hard. But and, they got to have some fun, too. They got to let these parents, some of these parents need to back off, let the kid have some fun and find themselves. I yeah. said maybe it's maybe you'll he's he's you all living your life through him because whatever. But let the kid he also needs to have some fun. Stop putting all that pressure on him. Like, you know, if there's a school out there, if they they'll they'll find them. Put it this way, they'll find you if you're good enough, they find yeah. you. That's what I told my wife. I'm like, look, it's a
1: you know, it's a decent program. You know, they're going through a little hardship and tr- changing coaches, but I'm like if he's really good, they're going to find him.
0: Right. Like, Especially with that huddle. Every college gets every high school of that huddle. And it's unbelievable yep. now with the recruiting process with that huddle. Because yeah. the colleges get the They get every game of every team in the country. So, yeah. and I'm sure they have people that watch every single one of those videos. Yeah. Trying to I find think, that
1: kid. Yep. And then there's all those services out there. Got, yeah. you know, these kids get hit up with of like, we'll help you get recruited. Yeah. Hey, us you're know, like, goodness, like, uh, what happened to the old days? I think those, co- you know, the, the good players going to come out. I mean, you're going to, they're going to, they're going to get found. I mean, if you got talent, it's hard, it's hard to hide that.
0: Yeah, if, true. Absolutely.
1: If you're not on the field, unless you don't play, you do something, you're going to get noticed when I ping you on Facebook. And I'm like, yep, that's definitely Coach Thomas, because there's very few people that call me Johnny and get away with it these days. <laughs>
0: He was one of my students in East Windsor. Oh, that's does like kind of like home improvement stuff. So he comes and helps me out when I have um, something like this that hopefully he can figure it out. Yeah. So he's 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 done me well. So, all right. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, What motivated you to start coaching, and what kept
0: you going through all those years? Uh. I mean, first of all, I always, I loved working with the kids. I think um, I was able to develop a positive rapport with them. Um, I hope that I was able to give them values that they could carry on as they move on in their own lives. Um, But that working with kids and trying to get kids to work together and seeing when that happened, that it was just something that kept those juices going inside my stomach and I remember telling kids from Enfield, when we walk down this hill to the game, at some point it's going to be the last time you walk down this hill. So cherish every moment because you never know when it's the last time that you actually make this walk. Um, so it's, it's being able to work with kids. It kept me young, keeps me young, um, to watch kids develop and have success. And that's not only, that's not always judged by wins and losses. I was fortunate here. We won a state basketball championship. Um, but I've had some teams with kids that worked and played as hard as you possibly could ask kids to play, and I've always been a guy about effort because I think that's what everybody can control. Um, I fair, I felt I was fair. I was tough but fair. Um, I think that might be the boss. Yeah, it is. Um, so that's kind of what kept me going, and still, I think I still have that burning desire inside me to be able to take my experience and knowledge and hopefully have kids develop to become the best that they can, whether it's on or off the field. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Hon, you know this guy here? Yeah.
1: Hey, hey <laughs> Helen, how are you? I'm good. You look a whole lot better than Coach. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Was <laughs> <With> Johnny? <laughs> Stop <Starting> that nonsense. <laughs>
1: He's only on because I showed him how to get on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we had a little I trouble. I was bumming out. I said, "Helen's not here. If we can't, if I can't figure this out, I'm screwed."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to do it old school on the phone. Try to figure oh. out how to record it. Well, awesome. I know you got her back I'm in the house. I want to thank you for being on and taking the time and sharing some old stories and for really motivating me to you know be a coach and kind of pass on those same things. I love working with the kids and even those adults, you know, it's so different, you know, the two kids and adults, but, you know, so many of the adults need it and they need that reinforcing. And, you know, one of the things people tell me is the confidence level that like they see so much more confident just as a human being. And I think that's the, you know, big thing as a coach is empowering people and passing that on. And, you know, you, you gave me that spirit and, you know, you Vito and Machado, you know, really instilled that stuff in and the passion and what you guys brought out and wanting to share that um, has been a lifelong passion of mine now so I wanted to thank
0: you for everything you did for me I appreciate that and I want to thank you for all the hard work that you put in to become the player that you became and you wouldn't have done that without having the heart that you had and and that you were you know you were persistent about wanting to improve and you put the work in to get to be where you got so yeah coaching guys like you that's a pleasure and I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's like my stepson. I'm like, look, you're not
1: playing. You wanted to play more offense. I'm like, do you realize, like, do I look like a offensive lineman to you? <laughs> I was like 20 pounds heavier, but still. And I'm like, look, you know, I remember, I think it was, um, was it, um, it might've been coach Moore or maybe it was um, uh, coach Gavin uh, or Tim Galvin that said you know look at this kid we had our shirts off in that like summer practice or the first one on the field after beach practice and look at this kid here's your quarterback and i don't know who it was was like (laughs) look around and look at the rest of them like he's not and we had so many you know running backs and quarterbacks then i'm like if you want to play you're going to play i'm i was like you can be third string maybe second string quarterback but do you want to get some size i think that was like sophomore year and you're going to play offensive and defensive line and you're like i just wanted to play because i loved it and Mm -hmm. you wanted to be part of that team and you can't always you know play this the spot that you want to play wherever the coach tell you to play play like
0: you don't always get the pick
1: so and our defense
0: was fun to play in because a lot of that blitzing and movement and slanting and all that stuff where guys were able to have fun and like i said you guys got after it and um and that was awesome to see kids fought, you know play at the level that you guys played and bought into all the nonsense that we brought i <laughs> <laughs> uh, go back to that nonsense
1: any day that was
0: great uh, well thank time. you for this and i'll i'll um when i talk to coach machado i'll let him know and then i'll text you his number i'll just say hey, yeah you know, if johnny they would like to be able to get together and set up something because uh that would be great he'd love it i know he would love it and I yeah i'd love to get it. him on so yeah I'd appreciate you doing that. I'd love to. I will. I will. So you take care. We'll stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. Thanks a lot, Coach. All right. Thank you, Johnny. Right. Take care. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye now. All right.
1: This has been the John Hallett Podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. I want to thank you guys all again for supporting the podcast and listening. Have a great day.